Welcome back to Worship Weekly. Please be sure to like, comment, subscribe, and most importantly, share Worship Weekly with someone else this week. This week's message is three keys to spiritual success, with our main text coming from John chapter 12 and verse 24. But first, Miss Gloria Estes singing Just a Closer Walk with Thee.
three keys to spiritual success. John chapter 12, verse 24 says this. Verily, verily, I say unto you, except a corn of wheat fall into the ground and die, it abide alone, but if it die, it bring forth much fruit. That's Jesus speaking there. And I'm going to give you three keys to spiritual success. If you have spiritual success in your mind. Demons fail to use keys to spiritual success. Second Timothy 4.10 What are the three keys to spiritual success? Brother Jackson. The first one is first key concerns our Savior. He must be preeminent. He is Savior. He deserves first place in your life. Nothing in your life ought to be more important than talking to Jesus every day, reading your Bible, His Word. He is our Lord and leader. The Bible, He teaches you how to live. And He teaches you what to do and what not to do. So you need to, you need to, our Savior, He is our coming Savior. He's coming back to get us one day. When we go to rapture, Revelation chapter 4, verse 1, you'll kind of see a picture of it there. But it's in the other books of the Bible. And he's coming back. He tells us that in the scriptures that he's coming back. Timothy tells you that he's coming back. Thessalonians tells you that he's coming back. He's coming back to get us. And if you belong to him, he's coming back to get you. Just keep your testimony right. Don't let the devil steal it. He is our eternal king now and forever. He's our king for forever and you need to realize that he must be preeminent he, his first key concerns our savior we must love the Lord Jesus Christ he shed his blood that you and I might be and resurrected up from the grave and he's coming back to get us we need to love him for Second key concerns our self-life. No success or peace will come until you manage yourself. Romans chapter 6, verse 11 through 13. You might want to read that. Because I'll tell you something. In Romans chapter 6. Let me find it in my Bible right fast. And then we'll read it. Romans chapter 6. You might want on the line there. Some of these verses of scripture here. Verse 11 through 13. I'd underline it. Romans chapter 6, verse 11 through likewise. Reckon you also yourself to be dead indeed unto sin, but alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. It's not sin therefore reign in your moral body that you should obey it in the lust thereof. Verse 13, neither yield ye your members as instruments of unrighteousness unto sin. But yield yourselves unto God as those that are alive from the dead, and your members as instruments of righteousness unto God. Verse 14 on the line, verse 11 through verse 14, but sin shall not have dominion over you. 
not under the law, but under grace. Thank God for grace. We need grace on top of grace on top of grace for our self-life. We need God's self must be reckoned as dead, nailed to the cross. Even preachers are tempted to glorify themselves. Some preachers got the big head. I've been around some of them. I've never had the big head. When I was running 200, 150, Jump City, Arkansas, that church was built. I stayed there 14 years. I had churches all over the place. Asked me to come pray for them. Some for a week, some for two weeks, sometimes just one service. And I tried to make it. And every word that I could remember that I preached, souls got saved, lives got saved. Was it me? No, it wasn't me. I was listening to God far in. I preached what I prayed about and felt like God wanted me to preach. And God took it and put it in the hearts of the people. Some folk got saved, some got right. That's what it's all about. I've been following Jesus a long time. And I don't want to stop following him. I want to keep following him. I want him to be proud of me. I don't care if anybody else is proud of me. As long as him and my family are proud of me and respect me, that's all I care about. I don't like to be lying because I get caught in lies. I like to tell the truth when I preach. Preach the truth. The Bible said the truth should set you free. I believe that with all my heart. We need self-life. We need to control ourselves. You need to manage and learn to manage yourself. Thirdly, the third key concerns our service. No Christian can be successful who does not think of others. And we need to think of others, not just ourselves. Remember that Christ cared for us, for others. He was moved with compassion. He cared for you. He died for you. He shed his precious blood that you might be saved. He's coming back to get you. He exalts us to care for others. Mark 10, 43 to 45. He, he wants us to care for others. We must be cared for others. All of my ministry, oh, I've had them in Junction City. Other churches turned them down. And our church tried to have them. We picked up on our bus. Mail raid Arkansas and brought them down and picked up some in Junction City. When they had a nursing home in Junction City, we picked up some of them old folks who was able to come to church and be with us. And we enjoyed having those old folks there. I had one man every Christmas. So we'd bring them to his house and feed them a supper and give them each one of them a present and got it out of his own pocket. He was used of God to be a blessing because he learned how to give. He didn't know how to give until I sold my place in Louisiana that we built a new house when I got called in the ministry and I left it, rented it for a few times. People wouldn't take care of us, so I just let it sit there with 11 acres. And I want to tell you something, when I tried to sell it, I couldn't sell it. When I didn't want to sell it, God sold it for me. And one of the men in church at Hermes Road Baptist Church is dead now. Called me up and said, you, how much you want for your place? And I said, well, whatever I can get for it. He said, what about $24,000? I said, I'll take it. He said, well, I'm going to get 27000 
I'm gonna keep above and you can have that twenty-four thousand cash. We'll get it next week. And he sold it that fast. We was building that church here. Junction City and I gave that money to the church to finish the church up. So we needed some stuff. And that man seen me, I was working with him building fence. Brother John Engel, and he seen me give that money away to the church. And he said, if he can do it, I can do it. He had a piece of property up in Arkansas, Jacksonville, Arkansas. That's around Little Rock that he didn't want to sell because he didn't want to give it to the church because he never did that, but he had gotten saved. And he, I was working with him, and he wanted what I had six months as I worked with him, and he got saved. Brother Shaw was preaching a message, a revival for me. He got saved. And that man began to learn how to give, and he gave. We had another man in church that sold his place. And Brother Anger said, you think he'll give 10%? I said, no, he'll give more than that. He'll double that. He said, I don't believe it. He said, I said, I know he will. He said, well, he ain't got nothing. And his kinfolks died and left him a place with way more land than what he had and a nice house, and he sold that place, and he gave 20% to the church. He gave me love offering it too. And I want to tell you something, when that man seen that, he went up and sold his place and come back and learned to give to the church. He learned to give ever since, and he's still giving to the church for the Lord Jesus Christ. And that's what it's all, that's what it's all about. When a poor man gave of his house, to the church, the preacher gave his house at church. He seen that God blessed him and took care of him. He learned how to give, to minister to those founders and seal despair. Founder and then seal despair. Somebody's down and discouraged. You need to help them, pray for them. Try to help them the best way you can. Spiritual success comes only to the unselfish. And listen, I've helped a lot of people in the church when we was building that church. I helped a lot of poor people. We bought them shoes, pants, dresses, shirts, got them cleaned up, clothes, haircuts. I mean, listen to me, God bless us because we helped some of those old people in their soul. Some people that walked off the street that First Baptist Church at Junction City sent them to Bible Baptist Church because they wouldn't help them. I bought many tanks of gas to get somebody down the road. Now, I've been lied to a few times. Caught a minute. We raised up $40. I gave 10 for a woman that come to church that her husband couldn't speak English. They was Mexicans. They was out of gas. They stopped to see if we'd help them. We gave him $40. I went to the car, spoke to the man. He spoke to me in English, just as plain as bad. She started speaking in Spanish, and he shut up. I said, man, woman, you lied to me. We already gave you that money, and I'm not going to ask you to give it back to me. But you lied to me. I'm going to pray for y'all. Y'all need a lot of prayer. Lying to a church, God's going to get you for it. And then I left him, and I went back to church. Told them people, I said, that man could speak, wasn't nothing wrong with him. 
He spoke English because I can speak English. She lied to us. I told y'all that. I didn't feel like she needed that money, but y'all wanted her to have it. So that's it. Some doctor had a nephew, and he asked this question, what do you think I was born for? That doctor replied, I don't know when that nephew answered. I don't either. The boy found that house burning in Galilee, pulled tin out of the burning building, injured seriously. The great preacher heard the boy safe from his hospital bed. For this cause I was born, and for this I was sent to the world that I might save those ten people. And that's a pretty good testimony. Say it for anybody. And if you listen to this and you don't have no spiritual success in your life, I want to pray for you right now, Father. I'd ask that you might speak to somebody that's down and discouraged and in despair. I pray, Heavenly Father, that you lift them up, the Holy Spirit. And I pray, God, that they'll ask you to help them. Forgive them of their sins. And get out of that state. Begin to serve the Lord Jesus Christ. Get in the Bible-believing church that preaches the Word of God and try to get some people, your friends in, and neighbors and kinfolks, that they'll get saved. And you begin to start doing what God wants you to do. You get on your feet, you'll feel a lot better doing something for Jesus than doing, living for the devil. Now I ask you might bless this message. Jesus' sweet name, amen. This is Reverend Danny Jackson from the First Faith Baptist Church in Rogue, Louisiana, talking to travelers on the radio. We'll let y'all know that you need to get saved if you're not saved. And if you are saved, you need to go to church. And if you don't go to church, you ought to be shaming yourself.